Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 34th episode of Concerned Dabs Podcast. I am your host, Katie M. Kane. With me is my co-host, Will Terp. Yo, yo. What's up, Will? So we don't have a guest, ladies and gentlemen, tonight. But uh, next week, we have Jackson McCormick from Natural Wonders. Uh, he was on our very first episode. We're excited to hear from him again and hear about the changes in his store new location and then the year or i mean the the week after that we have uh jeff mizanski is that am i saying it correctly jess okay cool jeff mizanski uh he was one of the guys who you know got a really stiff long sentence for marijuana i think more than 25 30 years or something uh he's free now and so he's he's definitely one of the guys who was a victim of the war on drugs um and still live to tell about it and so i think hearing from him will be an interesting perspective on like the current legalization and everything uh i there's a couple of youtube videos on him and stuff that i still need to watch wait really we got jeff mazanski next week let's go yeah man yeah he's uh he's been all over like nbc news and shit like yeah dude so it's uh that's dope yeah, I'm excited to interview him, man. Um, shout out to Jess on production for hooking that up. Yeah, dude. shout out. Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, so we got some bangers coming up the next two weeks. I'm trying to get uh, Mike Diesel for the week after that. And then there was a, a nice lady by the name of Anne Begay who was on a conference call that I was on um, last week. And she's an attorney, and she's Navajo, and she's getting into the hemp slash cannabis game so nice i'm like, I'm like dope man dope. let me interview yeah. you on the oh, show yeah. yo like i think she would be an awesome interview too she had uh she had some fired up things to say on the conference call so i was just like heck yeah 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 so uh will terps has to leave in 30 or 40 for a content meeting at his magazine that he writes at so um we're just going to sit here and wing it for a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. Is there uh, any new stuff after Harvest that you've seen on the shelves, Will, that um, is noteworthy that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, we've been getting a bunch more stuff from the Harvest season. Uh, we got um, some stuff in from uh, Roganja, Massive Seed. That's been awesome. Uh, we got some... Benson Arbor, a um, few of their uh, flowers on the shelves, and Dope. then some, a bunch of Green Source Garden stuff that we're going to drop. And then we also recently took in, um, it's not sun-grown, it's like a light depth, but um, some stuff from Gnome Grown Organics. We got we, we picked up a bunch of their line, and we're going to slowly drop it uh, over the next few weeks, which has been dope. Uh, we have their banana punch on the shelves right now, which is really bomb. So. That's tough. Looking forward to roll, rolling more of their uh, strains out. Yeah, I saw Benson Arbor won a trophy of sorts or something at the, like the Oregon Outdoor. Can't, can't I don't know. Somebody, yeah, he won third place, and it was like third place out of like seventy nine inch. Yep. So I was like, shit, that's pretty dope, man. Heck yeah. Posting a photo with the trophy and then thanking the breeders who bred the strain and everything too. I thought that definitely. Was yeah. 
Uh, what about regulation wise, dude? Is there any any change on? That's um, not at the moment. I don't know if I've talked about like um how much medical patients can buy now. They can buy um a half pound per day per patient, but there's a limit of two pounds per month. So if you go into the same, you know, the same dispensary, um, you can't buy more than two, two pounds a month at that spot, which is lame. Um, you know, it's always been like Oregon's only, or always been a state that, you know, like even with the, the medical laws in place, always allowing patients to purchase, you know, a good amount of medicine, whether it be flour or, uh, concentrates and, They've kind of definitely flipped the script on that and been very strict about it. They originally lowered it to like an ounce a month for patients, which is ridiculous. I remember um, that. Yeah, but it's been raised since then. But uh, you know, hopefully we have uh, there. There's more. Um, you know, they they're open to raising it um, again because just even half a pound is ridiculous. You know, it needs to be close to close to what it was. Uh, back in the day you know pound and a half like yeah you know who are are you to say like how much you know how how much medicine a person needs or like especially if they're you know taking that flour or you know growing for themselves and then processing it down into like tinctures or capsules or edible or concentrates what have you you know it it becomes a lot less so yeah man that's uh the possession limit should be the purchase limit. Yes. Yeah. And, and even Absolutely. like, even yeah. with rec, like the possession limit for rec is eight ounces. Yep. But you can only buy like one from the store, right? Yeah. See, that's whack. You know what and I mean? And, and, it's, it's, and I never saw anywhere that the, the law was written as such that you couldn't be in your car with more than one ounce like you can possess you can possess eight ounces like the law didn't stipulate in your home right but on the 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 posters and everything that they handed out to all the dispensaries it did say in your home and so i'm like man i'm pretty sure that's not how the law reads but you guys are the governing regulatory body and you guys are just sticking that in there it just it felt weird and i uh that's why I always try to just keep my medical card. Like, yeah. it's like, man, whatever. Have whatever. Totally. You know what I mean? I got three or four cards. I'm good for six Ps. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, who else? Um, I see you posting that Bose nose guy a lot. Yep. Is is there anybody else emerging as a solventless guy besides him that's that's starting to make noise? Um, not like recently. I'd say he's one of the more recent ones. Because I see him on other people's posts too, and I'm just like, man, that's that guy. Will Will Terpsby post? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's awesome, and he's definitely one of the more like recent people have come up in the solventless uh, scene. But one of the notable things about him is he doesn't work with uh, anyone that grows. Like he only works with organic farms. so he doesn't um, collaborate with anyone who's, you know, growing, uh, utilizing any uh, salt-based nutrients. Um, he's really, he's going to the farms, inspecting, making sure that uh, 
the standards are are up to what he he knows and he wants to process and he's you know an immediate deal breaker is if you use salts so he's an all organics type guy and and he's only willing to process people that grow that way that's awesome dude i really uh does he only work with uh rec producers like does he have any medical people that he He's rec, so yeah, he only does work with rec producers at the moment. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's very selective in who he does work with, and um, all the farms he works with are like, you know, in my mind, grow superior flower, and they obviously all grow organically. So uh, he's yeah. got a good thing going for sure. That's dope. Cause I, uh, man, I guess I'm just gonna have to buy the bags and do it myself. Will you know? What I, mean? I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> But I, it's always cool when you can dish things off to someone who's better at it. You know what I mean? Totally. But totally. it's as folks get better and busier, you got to acquire more skills for yourself, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's why I started gardening, too. Because it was like, I don't like the way this guy's doing it. Mm-mm. I'm going to do it this way. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. What else is there to talk about, Will Terps? Is there uh, any outlandish stories that you've seen about cannabis in the news? Hmm. Not that I can uh, think of recently in Oregon. Um, is there yeah. anybody? Is there anybody you know who's going to MJ BizCon next week? No, no. Actually, is that is that in Portland? Next no, weekend. it's in Vegas, bro. Oh, like, okay. man, like Mike Diesel's going there. Fucking Mary Jane Oatman's going there. I'm pretty sure that lawyer girl, Anne Begay. Uh, nice. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Professor Professor P, I think, posted that he's going there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he's going there. So I'm just like, damn. I, on the conference call, that's what I told those guys. I was like, man, I'm not really with the conferences, but if there's going to be breeders that, you know, like. Yeah. I'm down to go check it out. Like, yeah, how yeah. how far is uh is Vegas for you? It's only four and a half hour drive. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, L.A. was only six, so I don't know. I'm gonna be kind of sad to leave this place, Will Terps, but it'll be nice to be back home. You know? Hell yeah, when you when you moving back? I'm plotting on like uh February, I think. Nice. Hell yeah. Like I, like I have this video, dude. That's I shot everything except the indoor garden scene. I haven't met any homies who will let me shoot in their garden down. Mm. And I have like 10 homies in Portland. So I'm hoping, like my hope is to, on my drive back, swing through the homies crib and shoot that scene and then edit it as soon as I touch down and then try and release it on Valentine's Day. Because it's like, a love type song you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. a and the video is pretty cool and it's real rock and roll type shit and i just i've been sitting on it for and it's i that that movie i think is coming around coming out around christmas times so i want to have shit to promote all year it's like yo i did this check it out fuck buy it or stream it whatever you want to do you know and yeah. then keep releasing songs the same way through the next so Heck yeah, I'm I'm shooting for February. Will Turp, that's the nice. goal. Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. Um, uh, man, my sister's getting married like the end of March, so I'm gonna have to 
bounce back and come celebrate that shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck, it was her birthday today. I texted her. Shit, I, I, oh, yeah, Regan. What's, what's up with that dude? Is he still extracting Echo Electuary? Can we get that guy on the show? Yeah. Yeah, he definitely is. Yeah, I'll talk to him. Uh, talk to him about it and see if we can get him on. That'd be then, cool for sure. And then Jackson, we got him next week. So I'm pretty hype about that. But I just I want to keep lining guests up. Maybe we can Thank get you. another uh, another breeder on there. So. <clears throat> definitely. What are you sipping on, Will? Um, nothing at the moment. I actually got to go grab a beer, but I just grabbed some, uh, grabbed a milkshake IPA from Claim 52, and then we get some limited distribution from a good brewery down in the uh, Bay Area called uh, Alvarado Street. So whenever I, whenever I see their cans, I usually pick it up. That's dope. Pretty good stuff. Do you think that that game is based on the source material too? Yes and no. Um, because a lot of the, I feel like the, um, in the beer world, beer world, the source material is more accessible. Like everybody's, uh, everybody's Yeah, it's just more accessible. Shit. Like, you it's know, they have process. the, yeah. Um, so there's that. But yes, in terms of like, um, technique and, and you know the the base and the foundation you're you're brewing your beers on matters a lot um so it just depends on um yeah i mean you know bre- starting a new brewery is definitely is as cutthroat an industry as like the cannabis industry nowadays in an over over flooded market um it's yeah. you know a lot of everyone's trying to start breweries nowadays and um, yeah. to stand out you really gotta like make something that's like whoa um, yeah, you know, and and not to say that there's, you know, I I enjoy like the the traditional styles and that, but like traditional breweries, like those who brew like just pilsners, West Coast IPA, um, you know, Belgian triples, that type of stuff. They're definitely going um, more out of style because you know people want people want fucking fruit in their beer nowadays. They want fucking their beer to not taste like beer. So yeah. yeah. Like what's the uh what's the place with the tater tots, man? Fucking <laughs> the place with the tater tots and the grapefruit beer. And then they have a stout beer too and then you mix them and they call it the ter- uh, the terminator. Oh, I have no it. idea. I don't think grape- I've been there. <laughs> it is. They got them all over Portland. I forget what they're fucking called. Mc uh McMinimins. Oh, McMinimins. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those guys, because they only have, I think they probably have a seasonal one, but they have like those three style of beer always, and they're pretty consistently the same. And that grapefruit one, chicks love that shit. Yep. You know? And yep. it, yeah, the, and I, I don't know, I love their stout. Like that shit was fire. Super duper oh, yeah. fire. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of beer, I'm going to be right back. I'm going to grab one myself. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. I'll hold it down for a couple minutes. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll hold the beat, man. It's uh coming up on the holiday season. Um, If anybody out there um is looking for 
gifts for your weed people. If your boyfriend grows weed, buy him a pack of because he's gonna uh he's gonna love that shit. And nobody else is gonna get him that gift, so it'll be special. So again, buy that man a pack of seeds. Um <laughs> uh, also if if uh if your significant other is a fan of Katie Kane's music, they can go to www.katiekane.com and purchase a CD or a download or a cashier. And also, if you guys are fans of Concerned Dabs podcast, you can listen to us on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, and on YouTube. And all of these links will be available at concerneddabspodcast.com. Yo, 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 Will. Yo, yo. So what's what what's that's the Bay Area shit you're cracking right now? No, this is some some stuff from Oregon. It's from Claim Fifty Two. That's a dope name. Yeah. What uh, what happened to your first brew, Will? Like, how did it turn? I never, I've never brewed beer. I thought you took a class. You took a class and didn't. Yeah, try I took it? a class, uh, and we brewed beer as a class, but. I, I didn't brew one after that. <laughs> too much cost for gear or something or what? Yeah, too much cost for gear. Um, especially when uh, I was only, and I was out, that was when I was out east. So, yeah. You know, I'm planning on not being out there for that much longer. So, how long does the process take? The process itself for like an IPA, it doesn't take that long, it takes like two or three weeks. You know, two weeks around that, but like it's more the equipment um, that kind of makes it um, made it difficult for me to in- invest in trying to brew anything right after I had taken the class. Unfortunately, word. Okay, we got uh, we got an article from Mitchell here. Good looking out, Mitchell. Um, says in Colorado, Supreme Court ruling upholds medical cannabis use while on probation. Persons on probation may legally consume medical cannabis unless such use explicitly conflicts with the goals of sentence. That's tight. Heck yeah. Justices unanimously, unanimously opined that a defendant possesses a presumed right to consume cannabis therapeutically unless there exists material evidence to show that prohibiting such use is unnecessary is necessary and appropriate to accomplish explicit sentencing goals. Lawmakers approved legislation in 2015 permitting medical cannabis use by certain defendants while on probation. The case is Walton versus the People, case number 18SC84. That is in Denver, Colorado. Shout out to normal.org. I think that is sick, man, because there's a lot of people who... You know, they use medical cannabis and say they got a DUI for drinking or something like that, and they have to quit smoking, you know what I mean? Because they have to piss in a cup. So it's dope that you can still smoke weed, you know what I mean? Like, I think there's people, <laughs> I think Jordy's mom, man, my hormone, Jordy, I think his mom was like the first patient in Washington to, to do that, you know what I mean? To go to the judge and say, nah, medical cards. I can piss dirty for weed because it's my medicine. I didn't get in trouble for weed, so yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I think that's dope, man. Because it is. It's 
it's safe, man. And it's going to, it chills people out without turning them into a junkie, which I, more than we can say for pharmaceutical. Definitely. What about the boys from Ted Four, man? They run anything new? Um, they haven't run anything new from, uh, from what I can remember or tell this year. But one thing I was going to say is fucking, and I love these guys because I love their flower, but Green Source Gardens did not grow any CBD this year. Damn, why not? I have no idea. And that was a little disappointing on both ends because we usually rely on them for um, a few CBD varietals and some CBD heavy shit. And this guy honestly just kind of random that they decided all of a sudden to cut it out. But, you know, people got to make money in this industry. So I imagine it was geared towards that. So do you think that most CBD is going to be sourced from hemp then and not cannabis? Yes, and it's already coming that way because people can't even find CBD-derived cannabis. Like, Wild is already giving me a heads up that they're going to be moving towards, like, CBD isolate mixed with, like, THC to do their one-to-one shit rather than, like, cannabis-derived strains. It's lame, you know? I get it. You know, you're a farmer. You're trying to fucking do what's best for your business, but for... For and you know I love Green Source and this is a little bit of a call out, but for them to grow like a pretty nice varietal of CBD last year and then just completely cut it off and grow nothing really CBD this year is kind of like what the heck? Like yeah. you know, like, what the hell are you doing? Like you know, like you got multiple far like dispensaries that buy your herb and you know we all enjoy that those cbd varieties varieties you provide now you just cut the cord and don't even really let anyone know yeah you had no cbd this year and just you know and it's like i get it you know i don't want to do that but it's like i can't you know it's a money move that's what it is you know it's it's not that it's it's because oh there's more we can make this much more money in just growing THC. And I know that's what fueled Green Source's decision. And yeah. I well, can't, you know, while I love them, can't help but hold them a little bit accountable for that. Well, it's always been right. a medical industry. Y'all been uh, growing medical for forever. Like, why are you now appeasing to just wreck to what sells, you know? It's the sellout. Well, that's what I wonder, too, is uh, are there, like, are CBD strains getting less money? Like, are people buying less of that shit in the store? Like, Yeah, I'm sure. That's the, that's probably the reason. But it's just, then it goes to, like, you know, those growers, like, yeah, well, since even though this helps people and, you know, that, like, the fact that I can't get as much money for it, no good for me. Because CBD um, strains, CBD strains used to get more. You know what I mean? Because yeah. nobody was running on it. Yeah, was... let's bring back those days. Because honestly, it's a fucking travesty that growers are being like, fuck CBD because they can't make money off it. That's just ridiculous. Word. All right. So we got to, uh, I agree with that, dude. So Mitchell posted another article here. <laughs> says, drug bust, two men found with marijuana, Racine County. This is in Wisconsin. Okay, so Racine County, two men are facing multiple charges after a traffic stop turned into a drug bust in Racine County on Saturday. Um, looks like they got a bunch of CBD. Deputies found 315.6 grams of marijuana, four packages of 500 milligram THC edible, 33 THC vape cartridges, and 17.3 grams of THC dabs, along with other drug paraphernalia. 
But dude, yeah, see, like that. So Wisconsin must not be medical or red. And it's it's strange because all the shit that's in the picture right there is shit you would find on anyone's countertop in this state or that state or wherever, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a bummer. Anyway, uh, is there any other... Are, so Green Source cut out their CBD shit this year. Are any other farms doing the same thing? Um, not that I've heard of, uh, but like they, were, they were one of the main ones that would do that shit though. Right. Like one to ones and two to ones and shit like. Yeah. Yep. They were, they did a lot of our ratios, um, which were help, which was helpful. Yeah. But, um, yeah. That sucks, man. Yeah. It's definitely been disappointing. Um, and then with CBD extracts, uh, this is also from normal shout out to Mitchell. Uh, daily use of CBD extracts mitigates symptoms in patients with autism spectrum disorder. That is tough. Uh, study was in Brasilia, Brazil. Authors reported 14 out of these 15 patients, 93% showed improvements equal to or above 30% in at least one symptom category. Most patients that adhered to the treatment had improvements in more than one symptom category. Seven patients, 47%, had improvements equal to or above 30% in four or more symptom categories. Two patients, 13%, presented improvements equal to or above 30% in two symptom categories. And five patients, 33%, presented improvements equal to or above 30% in one symptom category. Uh, so as they concluded, these findings presented here taken together indicate that CBD and Cannabis extracts yields positive effects in multiple autistic symptoms without causing the typical side effects found in medicated ASD patients. Most patients in this study had improved symptoms even after supervised winning of other neuropsychiatric drugs. That's dope, man. Oh, yeah. So, you know, like, that's dope that CBD works and they're doing research like that. And it's also a bummer that Green Source, green source isn't... Uh, Providing those cultivars anymore. Yeah, that's, that's a, a bummer. The hemp game is pushing it, uh, pushing that shit away, making it super duper cheap. That's crazy. I remember Catherine telling me when when that was when she turned in her two weeks. I think she she wasn't with the the hemp isolate thing at Wild, so she bailed. Yeah, I guess they you know. They got to give you talking points as a salesman to counteract when guys like us are like, what the fuck? Man? How come it's not cannabis derived anymore, man? Yeah, I guess it. Uh, the gummies are just bottled terps anyway, right? So you just want the compound and mix in the terps, you know? So it's like yeah. we get uh, the purest compound at the cheapest price from hemp. That fucking sucks, man. Yeah. All the more reason that people should be allowed to cultivate their own. Totally. You know, like you should be able to buy some some one-to-one seed, you know, and grow your own. That's the thing, too, though, dude. You don't know it's going to be a one-to-one when you're cracking seeds, bro. You know, so like being able to buy those strains was helpful. I remember uh, one of the homies, I think it was, I think it was Sasan, like it was Pennywise or something. And when you brought it into the store, it was like, how come it's not higher in CBD? And it was like, 
that it was just that fino of the seeds that he got you know what i mean like it's a roll of the dice just because it's supposed to be a cbd strain or a one-to-one or a two-to-one doesn't mean you're gonna get that ratio when you roll the dice yeah you really gotta hunt that fino figure out the numbers that you want so it's a trip sucks that people aren't doing that so i've been seeing posts online too will about hemp hemp fields going to rot like people not harvesting them and just leaving is that because of the rain and the shitty weather or people just poor planning on on hanging and drying the shit both yeah uh yeah just inexpertise with that people not knowing when to pull and that and that combination of shitty weather this year it's been really bad uh so in terms of rain early rain even in southern oregon so it's been a bad year Damn. it's been a bad year for the books that's for sure yeah i mean we got or we like or southern oregon saw bad rain at like times like early for even like the portland area so yeah. it was just a bad year all around like bummer man yeah or mother nature was a bitch this year a fucking just flat out bitch no no love for for anyone on her end <laughs> and then heroes of the farm do you guys have them on the shelf that that'll be my last question and we can wrap it up yes we do we got a uh, cherry stout from them we have some headband uh and some 8541 dope like and that 8541 is uh Named after fucking Pat's first, uh, the address for his first grow was eight five four one something Street. That's tight. <laughs> That's tight. Uh, man, we gotta get him on the show. If we can't get him, can we get someone from his staff or something? Yeah, like I'm sure we could. I'm sure he'd be down. Um, yeah, he's a cool guy. He, uh, I'm sure he, he loves to shoot the shit. So. Yeah, man, I like his posts. It's real, real inspiring shit, man. He does good shit, yeah. yeah. He's good. He, they call him Project Pat uh, because he always <laughs> has his hand in a new project. That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. I, I love Project Pat from 3-6, too. Right, yep. yeah. Dude, he's one of the... Uh, I mean, Project Pat is one of the the harder ones. Same with, uh, who is it, DJ... DJ Chris. I mean, the, I mean, I think most of them are from Memphis, but there's some, like... I think it was DJ Paul or I don't know someone yeah. from Three Six. Like where you, if you heard his solo shit from like Memphis, you'd be like, would never be able to tell that this dude was in Three Six Mafia. Like it was some just like hard ass, like fucking the shit that fucking Jamie like Dirty Arm plays in his stories sometimes, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy too, man. We gotta try and get him on. He he keeps it real. Yeah. Oh man, if we have dirty arm on Jamie, that'd be tight. He'd also have to almost like set aside like that'd be a two hour episode. We need to set like a two hour chunk. Yeah, man. He's good about talking about shit. We could talk forever with him. Yeah, I I dig uh, strong opinioned individuals. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Thanks for interesting episodes. Yeah, man. And I, I, I also dig when I agree with their views, yeah. <laughs> you know, and just going yep. organic and he, you know, he'd be talking shit online and I'm just laughing. 
looking at the comments, laughing. But good stuff. Good stuff, Jamie. If you're listening to this episode, Jamie, please holler at us. We'd love to have you on. Um, I think that's that's about 30 minutes. I guess we could call that good, Will. You got to make it to your content meeting for the magazine. Yeah, I got to head out. I got to smoke the rest of this little pile on my plate here. Thank so, yeah. We, we got, uh, before I do my outro dance, uh, anybody who's listening, next week we have Jackson McCormick from Natural One. Uh, the week after that, we have Jeff Mizanski, a uh, super known guy in the industry who uh, sat down for a while for the guns. We're definitely excited to interview him the week after. Wait, we have what Jackson. episode is this, Kane? Episode uh, 34. 34, right? Maybe I could try the outro dance this time. Oh, you want to do it? You, Will, yeah. Will Turks want to do it? Okay, cool, man. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. So this has been the 34th episode of the Concerned Dabs podcast. I'm your co-host, Will, with my co-host, Katie Kane. Yes, sir. Shout out to our guys in production, Mitchell and Jesse, always coming through. Yes, sir. Yeah, shout uh, out to apologies those. for the shortened episode. I had a, a previous commitment, but we'll be back on next. Uh, what's the date? Was it the fifteenth? Uh, right, fifteenth December. Yeah. 15th. December fifteenth uh, with Jackson McCormick as our guest, and that'll be the second time uh, we are having him on. We had him on our first episode um, before Natural Wonders had even opened up. So, it'd be good to check back in with him. That's also the company I work for. And yeah. Okay, you got you got one more part left, man. Oh, uh, God. I'm spacing on it. All right, might have to have might have to call in back. This was a main node and Joseph Street Enterprise production.